0: Hi I'm Will Roadhouse and I'm the CEO of Roadhouse International and Compass Group International and welcome to another episode of the 10-minute expat Thailand edition. Today I want to talk about one of my favorite subjects which is food. Uh, My wife and I are huge foodies and we absolutely love to eat and I'm gonna discuss some of the best food experiences I've had here in Thailand and the crazy thing is is that not all of them is gonna cost you an arm and a leg. Because when you think about some of the best food experiences that you have uh, or that you've heard of, they're usually very high-end restaurants where they cost 100 to 200 or even $500 a head. But not here in Thailand. I mean, a luxury meal here is about 15 to $30. And if you're exceeding that 50 to $100 range, then you're really, really getting some super premium type of food. But what I love about some of the food experience I've had here in Thailand is not just the food itself that's exceptional and the quality is, is extremely high end, but also the value. But what makes these experiences so unique and make it a memory that we will never forget is the environment, the views. Uh, the story behind the cuisine, the story behind this mom and pop restaurants. And I would say that one of the top that comes to my mind is a restaurant that, you know, I I don't know the name of it and I apologize, uh, but all these restaurants uh, are unique to Thai locals. So for an example, if you're an expat like myself, even someone who's lived here for a decade, or a visitor you don't really hear about these type of restaurants and unless you know how to read thai you really can't go to a foodie website like wang nai so if you want to know what some of the best restaurants in thailand download an app called wang nai or even go to their facebook page called wang nai and they feature all sorts of mom-and-pop restaurants from extremely low-cost dining to high-end dining and they have a plethora of different restaurant reviews. So one of the best restaurants that I ever went to uh, is after I had some acupuncture done. And uh, I have a lot of pain just from sports injuries and especially with my shoulders and knees. So after my acupuncture treatment, and also by the way, acupuncture here only cost, let's see, what was it? It was $15.00 for a one session, $15 a session. And if I wanted also some other treatments, it was closer to uh, to a thousand baht, which is about $30. Compared to the United States, when I've had acupuncture done, it was about a hundred to $150 per session. And this is actually done at a holistic university in Bangkok. It's actually out towards uh, Rashida and it's a beautiful building. I think it's about eight stories high. Uh, everyone is licensed and people come from all over the world to study holistic uh, holistic uh, practices at this university. And I would have never known about it unless my wife told me. And my wife's grandparents or grandfather actually visits uh, this location quite frequently uh, for other remedies and also acupuncture. So after I finished my acupuncture treatment, uh, we decided to get something to eat. And my wife said, uh, what do you feel like eating? I said, anything, anything that sounds good. And she's like, well, uh, how about some how about some Thai food? How about some Thai noodles? I said, sure, that sounds good. So we go to this place and I have no idea how to get there. And I don't even know what the restaurant's called because there's, there isn't any sort of signage. And we pull up. Uh, to this neighborhood like you would never expect a a full-on restaurant to be in this residential neighborhood that's one of the great things about thailand or in asia is you have these unexpected finds and what i recommend anyone that comes here to thailand is just take the time and just walk i did that frequently when i first arrived in in thailand in bangkok all i did every single day i probably walked anywhere from five to ten miles a day just up and down, sook and Vit and other rows, going through different soys, just looking, really just looking for great restaurants, great little finds. And you will find these fantastic restaurants and these little soys that aren't even advertised. So here we are in this big giant restaurant, He said this, and she said this restaurant is very, very well known uh, for their Thai boat noodle soup. And also uh, their green curry with roti and roti is an Indian flatbread. Uh, so it's not served with rice. So uh, we ordered the, the boat noodle soup. And my wife has the green curry with roti. We ordered some Thai chicken wings. And Thai chicken wings has such a unique flavor to it. Is it's, they're lightly breaded and sometimes they're not breaded at all but they're marinated with fish sauce and other spices and then deep fried. And they have such a great flavor to it. So it's very different from like American style type of wing. So when I first uh, kind of sipped the soup, it was by far the best Thai boat noodle soup I have ever had. And this, and this bowl it was a pretty good sized bowl. It was only about $1.50. So obviously I ordered another one. And then I tried uh, my wife's curry, which was exceptional. It was so good and just bursting with flavor and the roti was excellent. And uh, she said, this place usually gets really, really busy. So we were there off peak. I think we were there like at maybe like 2 p.m. or something like that. But she said during lunch hours and the evening, it's extremely busy. And another place we went to is Oso, kind of like off the beaten path. So one time, uh, we were at her parents' house and their parents live in uh, which is a province right next to Bangkok, uh, just as you pass Na. And my wife said, uh, you feel like seafood? I said, sure. And uh, we go to this, uh, so we drive on sick and fit and just pull off the side of the road and we start driving and you just see like nothing there, just a couple buildings in the background. And all of a sudden, at the end of the road, it just opens up to just outdoor dining restaurants. And there are tables set along um, the side of the road, and there's probably like three or four different vendors. And all they do is specialize in seafood. And while sitting there, I was without a doubt, the only foreigner that was there. There definitely wasn't a a single uh, person that was white or uh, any Western descent. So we sat there and we ordered all sorts of seafoods from fresh oysters to seafood tom yum soup, soft shell crab which is one of our favorites, uh, different types of boiled um, seafood like boiled squid, shrimp, uh, just a huge smorgasbord of different types of food. And not just the fact that it was so freaking inexpensive because we ordered enough food for four people. And I think everything was maybe like $25 and I know, included my beer and also included her pepsi but what made this such a unique experience and the millennials listening to this would love this not just the fact that I'm the only foreigner there so this is a very very local place for ties and the food is obviously exceptional is that the ambiance was so unique because here we are in the middle of the week, it wasn't a weekend. And it was probably like around nine or 10 p.m. And the place was slammed. Every, you're just looking around, everyone is there with their families and our loved ones just having a great time, sitting outside, sitting right on the street. And it was just, such a unique experience. And, and you and you see these type of dining like you'll see in Europe and all throughout Asia and Latin America, but you rarely ever see it in the States or any other Western countries. Uh, so it was just a fantastic dining experience. And I apologize, I don't know the name of these places. I mean, I've posted pictures, but what I'm trying to say is the best dining experiences that I've ever had in Thailand and many other foreign countries that I've visited aren't the ones that have the brand names, aren't the ones that cost $100 per person or $200 per person. They're the ones that are, rent, that, that are, that are run by uh, a mom and pop, a small family that have been cooking the same exact dish or have been running this restaurant for two or three generations, and they only cook this one dish and they do it better than anyone else. Those are the best places to eat. And when you go on Wang Nai, you'll see a lot of them. Just like, for an example, the Michelin Guide is here in Thailand, and you'll see a lot of one-star mission rated restaurants, for an example, like Jay Fai. Jay Fai is actually very, very expensive. We've actually been there. And yes, the food is excellent. She's, she's the first star mission Michelin-rated uh, street food restaurant here in Thailand, but the average dish... For example, that big giant crab omelet that you always see when you see all the YouTube videos filming her, that's about $30. So the dish there's, the dishes there are gonna range between 50, no, 15 to about $30. So Thai standards, that's extremely expensive, but the food is really good and it's a wonderful ambiance. But there are other places that also have a one-star Michelin rated, like another place in, in Yao Rat Road, which is in Chinatown. Very well known for their curries and they open like at five o'clock and they basically run out So you have to go there wait in a queue or get some sort of delivery service before they run out And all they specialize in is different type of curries and it's absolutely the best and it's only a dollar fifty so all I'm saying is, is don't be afraid to go off the beaten path Don't be afraid to try something new because these unexpected finds are the best. And especially when you find out the story behind these people, the story behind these vendors that have been cooking this dish for such a long time. Like another place uh, that we love to frequent on weekends is um, is also close to our parents house. It's in Samaprakhan and it's close to Imperial World, which is a small mall on Samrang uh, BTS station. This old lady and her husband and us also uh, her other relatives work there. She's Cantonese and she's, man, she is strict. She, you can see her bossing everybody around. But this little stand just off the side of the road, I mean, literally, if you didn't know what you're looking for, you would just you would miss her restaurant. All she does is make soy sauce duck. And she makes the best soy sauce duck that I have ever had. Whether it's duck noodle soup, uh, soy sauce, duck chicken wings, uh, soy sauce, uh, you know, uh, innards. For an example, like uh, the intestines, heart, liver, uh, soy sauce, duck blood in soup. Just everything has to deal with soy sauce duck. And she makes it better than anyone else. And we don't know how she does it because my wife isn't a big duck fan because how gamey duck is. But she does it so well, it's the way she brines the duck, that there's no gaminess to the duck whatsoever. And the flavor, it just explodes in your mouth and it's so savory and so freaking good. So, Thailand. If you're a foodie, this is where you wanna be. And just remember one thing too, is that when you first move to Thailand, guaranteed, you're going to put on ladies. You'll easily put on five pounds. Men, you're going to put on easily 10. When I first came to Thailand, I put on actually 25 pounds. (laughs) My normal weight is right around 170, 175. Um, but at my high, I was at 205, uh, just from the massive amount of eating. I still worked out, but, um, there's just too many wonderful places to eat. And it's not just, uh, main dishes. For an example, Uh, They have made some of the best desserts here. So if you're a dessert person, um, cream puffs to different types of cakes to uh, tarts. I mean, whatever it may be. But if if you love sweets, man, it is a dessert haven here. There are so many wonderful sweets uh, throughout Thailand. And then obviously, if you haven't listened to my Bizarre Foods Thailand, there's also a lot of weird stuff to eat. And I highly recommend... I highly recommend that you try those fried insects, like the grasshoppers. They actually taste like popcorn, like savory popcorn, just pop in your mouth and they crunch. And it actually tastes really good. They have a little bit of spice to it. So I guess all I'm trying to say is, is that when you travel, part of traveling is to, yes, to lay out the beach, to check out the scenery, go sightseeing, see the sights. But a lot of travel has to do with food because you really get to know a culture when you eat, Um, when you dine, what they specialize in. And Thailand, if you don't know the flavors of Thailand, it's unique because it's sweet, it's salty, it's spicy. I mean, it has all, and it's sour. It has all these different spices and just flavors that you have never tried. You're like, oh my God, that's interesting. And also by region is very different. For an example, Uh, Here in Bangkok, the food is very different from up north, and also the food is very different from down south. Actually, the spiciest Thai food is actually located from southern Thai or southern Thailand. So check it out. Next thing we come to Thailand, because obviously Thailand is opening up here soon. And When you come here, put on your feed bag and expect to gain some weight because, man, there's some good eats here. We'll see you soon.